Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some tips for you to prevent your business from failing. And as you know from statistics, a lot of businesses fail in the U.S. And I'll go over that, of course, in this podcast, along with the tips on preventing failure. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So no matter how you look at it, I think running a business in the United States is probably one of the most difficult things you can do. They say, according to the statistics, that 20% of businesses fail within the first year, and I've seen that, of course. And then they say that 50% of businesses fail within five years. And after 10 years, only a third of the businesses that were started have survived. And you can see this, of course, everywhere from pool service companies to fast food restaurants to other kind of retail businesses that are there one day and gone another. And sometimes it's surprising when something shuts down. Other times you can kind of see it coming because you've maybe been in there and things haven't been going too well. Maybe they have bad customer service or whatever. One of the things that they fail at has caused a failure of the business. And so there are a lot of places you can go online to look for why businesses fail. So today I'm going to focus on the four main factors that I think cause a business to fail. And this is backed by research out there. The number one reason why business fails, and this happens mainly, I think, in restaurants and retail is a lack of capital. When you open a retail store, and I had a friend who opened a dress store several years ago. It wasn't the best location. It was in a business center. Um, and the inventory cost to fill that store up was like around fifty or $60,000. And then you add the rent and utilities to that. And basically, I don't think she lasted a year in business because of the high overhead. Now, fortunately for a pool service, the capital needed to start a business is relatively small. You can start a pool service business with a few thousand dollars, and you don't even need a service truck to start. You can start with a van or even out of the back of your car if necessary. It doesn't look maybe as professional, but you can get started with very little capital without even investing in a truck, so to speak, if you don't have one. And so the lack of capital is probably not one of the reasons why pool service businesses fail. I think the lack of income is more or less what happens. So if you start the pool service business and you start, let's say, from scratch and you think you're a go-getter, you can go out there and get business and you quit your job and you go out there and you try to get accounts, you may not be able to get enough accounts quick enough to pay for the bills that you normally would pay for and you bought, you bit off more than you can chew at that point. Maybe you should have worked part-time at the pool route, full-time at your work until you built it up. Who knows the situation that caused that failure, but I think lack of income is probably the number one reason why pool services go out of business, and not lack of operational capital to start with, and there's again not a huge investment of money into the business, and so 
I think you have to kind of figure out at what point you can make money doing pool service, at what point you can leave your current position. If you buy a pool route, you're going to have to know how much it costs to pay it back if you didn't pay for it in cash. What is the monthly payment going to look like for the loan? And how much money are you going to bring in? If you bring an employee on, you're going to have to figure out how much of the cost is, how much of your business cost will be that employee? How much more money do you need to generate to cover the cost of that employee? Things like this are, I think, critical in your pool service business and are often overlooked. I think people get really excited about starting a business and they don't look about how much, don't look at how much income they're going to need to survive. First is the job that they may have left or the career they may have left and how much money that was generating. And I think on many lists out there, the capital is number one. But I think the second or the second leading cause of failure listed a lot of places is lack of management or lack of business skills. And I would say this is probably the number one reason why pool service companies fail and not lack of capital. I think if you're coming from a background of construction, or if you've never had your own business and you work for a company and you've never had to really do everything on your own, you may not know a lot about managing the money that comes in, managing, you know, doing the invoicing and things that are really critical, you know, like billing people on time or billing for parts you put in. And this is one of the things that I see a lot out there is that those that don't have any kind of business management skills get into the industry, they start out really well, they get accounts, and these are very likable people, but they lack the business skill, and so they may put in a new motor for somebody, but forget to charge them for two months, or things like this, and this happens a lot. And again, these are probably really good people, persons, or people, people, I guess, they're friendly, easy to get accounts, they do a good job, but they lack the basic business skills that are going to keep them in business. They never raise their prices. They never charge correctly. They do a lot of free services. They may incur a lot of debt because they're not paying their, you know, getting their payments in on time or invoicing their customers on time. A lot of things go wrong because they've never managed a business and the failure comes from that. And I think that happens a lot out there. And I think you need to learn these business skills right away. I mean, if you have to, you know, sit down with your CPA Sit down with somebody that can really go over this or delegate it to someone who knows what they're doing. There are services out there that will do invoicing for you. Um, there are services out there that definitely will do payroll for you. If you have an employee and you can't handle it, I definitely would recommend a payroll service. It's only like $100 per employee per month, so it's not a huge amount of money. And it'll save you a lot of headache out there. So business management is definitely important. And I mentioned the CPA a second ago. I think you need a good CPA so that you can go over what you're actually doing in your business and how to save money on taxes and kind of how you're running your business out there. And a good CPA should be able to sit down with you and let you know that this is probably not going to work. And in the long term, you're going to go out of business. Basically, they can see it. They've seen business failures. And I think that's something that you need to really work on if you are really weak in that area. The next thing I think goes hand in hand with poor management is ineffective planning. So if you don't have a business model or have any idea what you're doing or what your goal is, and I think the first part of the business planning should be how many service accounts do you need to be self-sustaining and making a profit? How many service accounts do you need to bring on an employee? And these are things that you plan for and plan ahead for. And if you have no idea that you need in your area, 
80 service accounts, let's say, to be profitable, you may underestimate the income coming in because you don't have enough account to be sustainable. And then after a few months or a year, you're going to be losing money, you know, carrying things over with the credit cards, getting into a lot of debt, and basically not being able to survive because you never planned on how many service accounts you're going to need to be self-sustaining. So this is all part of business planning. You know, are you planning to expand big enough to get an employee? How many accounts are you going to need to pay for that employee? You have to know how much it costs for the payroll taxes that you're going to be paying for the employee. And just a note, I think payroll has become the number one expense over any kind of inventory costs in your pool service business because payroll, at least in California, is extremely expensive. So these are all things you need to know. Are you planning on expanding, doing more repairs? And how much money are you going to make off those repairs versus doing the weekly service? Is it better to do more weekly service accounts? Is it better to do more pump and filter installs? How much money are you making per repair versus per service account? Are you even charging enough per service account to make a profit? These are all things that are part of planning. And if you've never done any kind of business planning before in your business, you definitely need to start now because you may become one of those statistics that fail because of lack of management and lack of planning. And that'll turn into lack of capital, of course, in the other, uh, in a reverse kind of way, not in starting capital and debt, but in income coming in to pay for the current bills. And you're going to realize that you're going to have to just close your pool service business or sell it because you're not making any money. So these are all factors that kind of go hand in hand, of course, and lead back to the number one failure, which is lack of capital, which I would say is lack of income in the pool service business. I think the last one that I hear a lot is bad marketing or poor marketing or bad expansion or ways of not really planning again to expand your business correctly. And I think marketing is really important. How you market yourself could be as simple as the signage on your truck. I remember there was this restaurant not too far from my house. They just opened up. They were a buffet place and they put a banner out on their wall facing the street and maybe they thought this was clever, I don't know, but the banner said, now hiring, employees must have a brain. Now, the impression I get of someone who puts a sign like that out is, of course, first of all, I would never work there as an employee, um, as a server, but the second impression I get is that these people are, you know, you pick the word, but for me, I would never go in there and order any food in a facility like that that has such disrespect for people, especially those that they're trying to hire, quote unquote. So I wouldn't even order there. And I would say within eight months, maybe less, that business was out of business. And you can kind of see how the people that own it, the sign was one indicator, of course, that they're just not good people. And no one's going to give them their goodwill by going there and eating um, with that kind of attitude. And the same thing can happen to your pool business. You can be a little bit gruff with people, I know that I can get a little impatient when it's hot. And if a customer comes out and it's 100 degrees out, I may not be the nicest person sometimes. That's normal. But if you're like that all the time and there's no actual explanation for why you're kind of rough with people, you know, if there's toys in the pool and you tell the customer that you're going to skip this week because you have all those toys in the pool and I don't, I don't clean out toys, they're not going to keep you around as a service professional. I guess that word is a stretch at that point. 
or if you know certain things don't go your way and you're really short with people hey you didn't pay your payment you owe me the money you know anything like that you leave a message like that on their phone that can put you out of business pretty quickly and i think if you have that kind of personality where you're kind of construction worker type kind of gruff and not quite the business person that text messaging is much better in that case or let someone else take over your billing and that way they can send out the reminders and if the toys bug you and you're servicing pools it's just part of the pool service business and i get that example from someone at my supply place he went in there and he was just bragging about the fact that he didn't clean that pool because of all the toys there and i think that's just the wrong way of approaching the situation maybe if you tell the customer if you can pick up all the toys before my service day that would be appreciated and i understand if you had a party the night before and you can get all of them out that's fine but i think there are some things in business that if you don't have if you don't market yourself in the correct way and i'm using marketing here kind of in a different category i'm not talking about advertising but you kind of are advertising with how you treat your customers and how you do business and i think that's one thing you may forget out there is that you may not be doing Google ads or any other kind of marketing, but they see your truck. They see how you perform, how you talk to them. They also see how you treat their pets. You know, if you give them treats like I do, they'll definitely, your stock is going to, your stock is going to go up a lot higher. And I've shared the story before and I was at one of my service accounts and this is like a million dollar neighborhood. The house is worth like two or three million. And she was there with the refrigerator repairman. There's a fridge out in the back, of course, because it's one of these million dollar homes. And he was looking at it for what the problem was. And as he's explaining the problem to the customer, he's actually using curse words in his explanation. And I know this customer pretty well. And she kind of just looked really shocked, you know. Um, And again, you're marketing your business. I would say if you're, you know, describing something that's wrong with the pool and you're using curse words, that may not be the best marketing technique for every customer. Some customers may not mind it. But of course, this lady was a little bit uncomfortable with this explanation And so marketing goes, you know, as how you present yourself, I think, out there. Because in the pool service business, yes, you're marketing yourself um, online or with your truck banner. But I think most of the business that you're going to get is going to be word of mouth. And it's going to be referrals from other customers. So you want to make sure that your image is very upstanding. And, you know, that you portray yourself as a business person out there under every circumstance. And I think, again, the list of the reasons why business fail are very apt in the pool industry. You know, lack of income or capital, inadequate management, not knowing how to run a business, ineffective planning, not knowing how much money you're going to need every month to operate your business or how to expand your business is one way they fail. And of course, marketing yourself poorly by the way you present yourself to the customer, all ways you're going to fail out there. Now, if you do all of those correctly, you're going to be very successful. You're going to be one of those businesses that survive after five years. And I definitely think you can learn these skills, you can develop these skills. And I think these skills are highly necessary for you to be successful. If you don't think so, you are probably setting yourself up for failure. So definitely work on yourself, work on these skills, and work on your business model to make it successful. And I've also recorded a lot of podcasts on business. And if you go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com, on the banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that. That'll take you to the podcast site. And on the very top of the site, there's a search box. Just type in there, business, and then you're going to hear all the podcasts I recorded on all the business skills you're going to need to run a business. And I think 
listening to those will definitely help you develop some business skills in that arena for sure. And of course, if you need direct one-on-one help with your business, you can check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. And definitely there are some great benefits for joining there, including the ability to text me and call me. And I can definitely help you with any kind of business issues you may have with a customer or whatever's going on. That's what the service is there for. And I can walk you through what I would do in that situation. And there's also a group chat you can post in and they'll definitely be um, very happy to help you and answer the question for you there. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.